Hi guys, and welcome back to my podcast, Life as a Single Christian Mom. I want to welcome those of you joining me for the very first time. My name is Madeline, and during these podcasts, I'll be talking about life experiences and things that have happened, and also giving advice on what this journey has looked like. So welcome back, everyone, to Mondays with Maddie. I cannot believe I know that on the time clock, but we are literally days away from April. We are in the last week of, um, of, of March and it is just wild. It is mind blowing because just to see like how many changes have happened this year, how many things have happened, the highs, the lows, the good and the in-betweens, just everything so far. And I'm like, oh my goodness, it's only the beginning. We are only in first quarter. Um, it's just so wild to, to even think, right? Um, but I hope that everyone had an amazing week. I hope that uh, this week, this week that we're entering will be filled with so much joy. We're entering a new month. So I hope that what was in the past stays in the past and that we enter this new month with just full expectancy, expecting that God's going to do something great, expecting that there's going to be a turnaround, expecting that things are going to be canceled um, for our good, that favor is going to be shining. So before we get started, grab your favorite mug. I actually don't have a mug today, but I have this like tumbler um, thing, whatever. Yeah, tumbler that one of my friends gave me and it is so cute. And it is, it says, you are the Elizabeth to my Mary. And I, when I saw this, I was just like, okay, I'm going to use it. Like I was so set on, um, using a mug, but I was just like, no, like I'm going to use this because what we're about to talk about today, you know, um, it's just, I just feel like, man, um, Elizabeth and Mary, just that duo. And if you have a chance, read through Luke and just all that and, ugh, but yeah, but, um, But anyways, this past week, I want to tell you a little bit about my week and just (laughs) how it went. So I had, uh, the boys on, um, the boys and I went to the beach on Friday and we, they, they have been asking to see the sunset and they wanted to go. And when we went for spring break, it was a little bit different. It was a little bit different because it was a little later, so we didn't get to have like that full experience of being at the beach and just truly enjoying it as the sun goes down, as it goes into the water, all of that, so all that fun stuff. So, anyways, we went and um, let's just say they were not behaving <laughs> their normal self, and I get it. They're boys; they want to jump in the water and all that fun stuff. And I, um, I remember them just playing in the sand, playing in the water, me getting frustrated, and I just kept hearing the Holy Spirit. You know when they when in the Bible it says the the spirit is willing but the flesh is weak, that was a moment right there because I kept hearing the Holy Spirit saying, "Don't say anything else. That's it. Don't say anything else." And I was like, "All right." So I packed up the boys. It was time to go because now we had to go to my mom's house because I was meeting up my sisters. For game night again, <laughs> but, um, uh, we went, uh, in the car, I cleaned them off. I didn't say anything. I buckled them in. I did not say anything from the moment we left to the beach to the moment to, we got to my mom's house, which was about an hour drive. I didn't say not a word. I didn't put on music. I didn't put on anything. I stayed in complete silence and 
in my mind, I wanted to go off. And there's a reason why I'm telling you this. So just bear with me. So, um, I wanted to go off and I wanted to say all these things to them. And you don't listen and you don't do this. And you don't know, this is why mommy. And I didn't say anything. And then I was thinking, man, maybe I should pull over and do what my mom used to do to us. saying wham, wham, wham. And just beat them real quick with my hand. But I was like, that's not going to resolve anything. That's not going to me saying words to them that are going to break them down. It's not going to do anything but to hurt them. And B, if I hit them, I just remember seeing my older brother when my mom used to hit him at like 15, 16, because he was rebelling, you know? And um, he was like, Haha, do it again. You think that hurts me? You think that hurts me? <laughs> so I was just like, no, I, you know, I never, I've talked about this before. My dad has never uh, hit us like that. You know, my mom, my mom was the one who did it. My dad didn't do that. You know, my dad believed in talking to us. And that's something that I wanted and I've been implementing with them. I just believe in talking. And so I was like, God, I was wrestling in my mind. Like, God, this is not working. Me not saying anything. This isn't. But Adrian just, Aiden was silent. Adrian kept saying, Mom, I'm sorry. I love you, Mom. Mom, I believe in Jesus. I don't believe in the devil, Mom. <laughs> <laughs> he was talking so cute. He said, mommy, but this, this, I don't, you know, Jesus wants me to have some fun, mom. Mom, I know you want me to have fun too, but, but mom, I'm sorry. And he <laughs> was just, oh my goodness. He was like, mom, the devil wants me to be bad. I don't want to be bad. Just, I'm telling you, just adorable. And in the car, it was just, and when I was in my own mind, I was like, you ain't cute. Be quiet. Like in my mind, you know, be quiet. But like I said, I didn't say anything for a whole hour. And when I got to my sister's house, uh, to my mom's house, I dropped them off and I went to go get food for my sisters. And I just started to speak to God and I like out loud, you know, um, and I just started saying, God, like, what is going on? Like, I feel like that didn't work. And now I feel even more guilty because I'm mom guilt. Cause now Satan is playing with my head, you know, but I know that I heard you when you told me to not say anything. I know that I heard you when you said, hold on. I know that I heard you when you are telling me to be still. I don't see the good in this, but I'm trusting you. So I literally went back home. I got the food. I went back and Adrian had fell asleep and now I'm feeling guilty because I'm like, oh my goodness, this kid fell asleep with anger and, or sadness or whatever, without hearing me say, baby, I love you. Or we're going to talk about this or whatever. Like, I don't like that. I don't believe that if you're angry, you should go to sleep, um, upset and mad or, or wake up like that. You know, I, I totally don't like that, you know? But anywho, Aiden was up and he was like treading very lightly and carefully and, Anyways, so we were there with my sisters. Aiden ended up falling asleep. So I was able to talk to my sisters and just tell them like, yo, this is what's on my heart. This is what's on my mind. Just having that fellowship with them and reminding them of like our experiences growing up and how we feel towards our parents and just like all these things and how I didn't want the generational curses to keep repeating. How I don't want the generational cycles to keep repeating. And how do we stop that? It's by changing. How do we stop that is by putting a stop when God says, hold on. 
It's by not reacting when our flesh wants to be weak and react. When our flesh and our mind, when it just wants to do what it normally does and it create chaos, create that, you know, that elevated space of, of, of not good, of anger, you know, and not being, um, creating a space of, of, of peace. You know, I, I had two versions of it my whole life. It was either Christian or Catholic, yelling or content, loud worldly music or Christian worship music in the car. It was literally either or, yes or no. It wasn't a great area. And that's why, like, now looking back, I'm like, what What do I want for my kids to, to grow up? I don't want them to have these troubles. So Lord, help me. And how do we change that? It's by us changing and being obedient to when God tells us to hold on. You see, I tell you all this because that following morning, um, when I, I woke up, I went to sleep, mind you, I, we got in the car, my sisters helped me get in them in the car. When we got home, um, they kind of were waking up. So I was like, all right, let's shower up. Let's get ready for bed. We got to get ready for bed. And now it's like a little bit like over like 2 AM. <laughs> we, we were having an intense game night and with conversation, you know, you know how it goes. But, um, we, I got them in the shower they fell asleep immediately and I just could not help but just to look at them and say, God, help me steward these children. Help me. Because the thoughts that I was thinking and running across my mind and things that I wanted to do is not holy and pleasing to you, Lord. That's why you tell us be slow to get angry, right? To be slow to respond, be slow to, to react. Because I think if I would have reacted to turn around the, 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 just everything would have been completely different. It would have just been, <laughs> there would have been no game night. We would have all went home. Um, but anyway, so I woke up that next morning and I said, I'm going to choose joy. I'm not going to do what I remember growing up and it just being a bad day all around in continuation from the night before. So um, my boys woke up and, you know, they got ready um, to come downstairs. And I was literally like making them breakfast. And um, they were like, Mommy, um, can you make us French toast? I was like, baby, I'm already I'm already doing French toast for, the, for you. And I got them powdered sugar, which is something that they wanted. So I had... I, I hid it in the pantry so they didn't see it, you know, because if you have kids, you know, they will see and spot everything. So I hid it in the pantry and I, I made breakfast for them. And before serving breakfast for them and I, and I just was able, I was able to speak with such, um, a clearness and just that openness from my heart and talk to them. Cause I've told you guys this before we are raising little humans <laughs> we have little humans little adults so, like they will be adults they will be adults longer than they are kids and this is these moments are crucial these moments are so important so how are you stewarding your time with your babies how are you stewarding your words and that is something that is so important to me and i don't do my best i'm not going to sit here and say that i am the greatest no absolutely not i have my flaws i have my moments but i know that i am 
ever forever going after God and saying, God, how do I change this? For example, like Friday night. So anyway, so I was able to talk to them and say, boys, I love you so much and how you acted um, and how you treated me was not kind. When you guys want to do stuff and when you guys want to go out, mommy wants to do those things with you. But we are a team. And if we are a team, we're going to choose to listen to each other and, and, and be a team. Because we don't have to go out. We really, we don't. We can be home. We can stay here and just chill and whatever. And But we're not going to go out if we're not going to act accordingly you know and I was able to talk to them and just express my heart to them and just let them know that it was not okay to act like that and when I tell you the whole day was just perfect they just it was just like a shift and I'm telling you that is something that I did not experience growing up and when I tell you like this is how we break those generational curses when big problems face themselves in our families, in our health, in our things, you know, just situations and people and just all of it. You know what you see in your life that is a generational curse. For me, I know what it is. And I was like, absolutely not. This is not, I'm not going to solve this with anger and hitting and this and that I'm not this is not going to solve itself like this God how do I change it and it's by going to God and and hearing the the download from the Holy Spirit hearing the plan from the Holy Spirit hearing what hearing what works I can tell you this you're going to get a lot done more with love and patience than you will with anger and hitting so hold on Hold on to your your sanity. Hold on to the promise. Hold on to what God says. Hold on to those slight subtles. Don't do it. All right. (laughs) Don't say anything. How many times do you hear? Don't say anything. And then you still say, and one more thing. Let me tell you. (laughs) Like, come on. It's very real. And I know that if I go through it, I cannot be the only one who has experienced something like this. I cannot be the only one who just wants to slap them kids upside the head. (laughs) I can't be the only one. I know that there's somebody else out there who is probably going through the same thing or if not worse. So hold on. Before I dive in deeper into what I'm going to talk about today, if you ever get the chance, listen to the uh, song You Sustained by Transformation Church. It's on YouTube. And when I tell you, like before prepping for this podcast and just like sitting and asking God like, hey, these are not my words. These are your words. Help me because your girl doesn't want to do this. I am tired. I'm this. I'm that. I just, ugh, ugh, forget it. Let me just curl up in a ball and, and go to sleep. <laughs> like, let me just do that. But the song you sustain and, uh, um, it's by Transformation Church and and on this, cause there's like three different ones when you go to it, but the one that, um, doe uh the singer doe is singing on it and i want to just tell you so it's so beautiful and it's it's when i think when i hear this song and it says you sustain and it says people change people come and go seasons change but you were there from the start you won't leave at this part god is not going to leave you exactly where you are he's not going to leave you exactly where you are he is with you and he will sustain you and people come and go. So if you find yourself in this place where like, oh my gosh, like 
I just, I can't trust anybody. I don't have any friends. I don't, I just don't want to do this, God. Um, just like the song says, people, people come and go, seasons change. Um, but God, you remain, God, you remain faithful. God, you will sustain me. You will protect me. So girlfriend, hold on. If you give in now, you'll jump into what God doesn't have for you. Yes, his grace is sufficient. And I truly believe he will meet us exactly wherever we go and whatever we decide. We are a free will and you can do what you please. But right now I want to speak to my family, to my sisters and brothers on here who are listening, who are saying, who find themselves, God, why am I still waiting God, why am I still at this job? God, why am I still single? Can I get an amen for the people in the back? (laughs) Why am I still single? God, why am I feeling like this? God, I am so tired. I want to speak to you. I want to speak to you for the people who are saying, I'm done. I'm over family. I'm done being the one who's always apologizing. I'm done. I'm going to just meet up with my old links and hook up. I'm, I'm talking to you. I want to talk to the people saying, forget this job. I'm going to quit. Forget it. Forget it. I'm going to call in this weekend. Forget it. I'm going to talk to the people who are saying, no matter what I do, I'm just so tired because I'm tired of it all. I'm tired of myself. I'm tired and I want to, you know, just whatever, escape it all. I want to talk to you. I want to dive in deep into this um, verse right here. And as I was getting ready, I just, it just spoke so like, all right. So it's in Hebrews 10, 22 verse, um, excuse me. It's in Hebrews 10 verse 22 through 25. And I'm going to read it from the message translation. So it says, um, so let's, let's, so let's do it full of belief, confident that we, that we're presentable inside and out. Let's keep a firm grip on the promises that keep us going. He always keeps his word. Let's see how uh, inventive we can be encouraging love and helping out not avoiding worshiping together as some do but spurring each other on especially as we see the big day approaching and one of the um when i was reading this and one of the the and i believe it's in the niv it said the word unswervingly and that that word was highlighted to me and says not changing or becoming weaker, staying, staying, uh, meaning being steady and, and constant holding on, holding on, unswervingly to what God says, holding on to what he told you, holding on to the promise, holding on. God has you at this job for a reason. God has you single for a reason. God still has you waiting for a reason. God still has you in this situation for a reason. And sometimes 
I believe this. I believe that sometimes we are in this situation because there's th- there's things that we still need to learn. I believe in my heart the reason why I'm still single is because there's still things of me that need to be shed off. And um I just I I I think that I'm nervous or worried or I don't even know what the right word is to say, oh yes, let me date and you be my boyfriend. <laughs> like what? That's, ugh, this is a great area for me, you know? So when I really look at myself, if we can really be real for with ourselves and say, why am I still at this job? Well, sis, have you applied anywhere else? Have you asked God to open the door for you? Have you applied for that promotion at that next job, but you're afraid? Hear this. You're afraid of the outcome. You're afraid of the spirit of rejection. Maddie, you're still single. Why? Because a ti te da miedo. A ti te da miedo de mentarte con alguien because you feel that X, Y, Z. So can we really be real with ourselves and say, God, like, you know, and stop blaming God and saying, God, why are you doing this to me? You know, um, and sometimes we got to be real with ourselves. It's so easy to point the finger at somebody else and saying, because of him, he did me dirty and I can no longer trust men, his dirty self. Like, (laughs) no, says, no, you had some fault in it too. So let's, let's, let's reel it back in. Yeah, maybe they did some very horrible things, but you know, we're gonna we're gonna pray for them and we're gonna move on and you know be thankful that God broke that relationship because that relationship was if it was if if God wanted it for you guys to be together, believe me, no demon in hell can break up what God has joined together. Number one. Number two, right? When you're finding yourself saying, God, but why, but why, but why? I want you to be really real with yourself. I don't think God comes here to torture us and to and to plan all these schemes and all these things and, and make us all these false promises. No, God is not a man to lie, okay? So when you find yourself saying, God, why am I here? Why is this going on? Why is this happening? Really take a real look at yourself and say, well, what am I doing? God, what can I change? You know, like if you say, you know what, forget this, forget this, I'm done. And you just dive in to what looks, what appears to be of God. And it really isn't. It really isn't of God. Did you ask, hey, hey God, is this okay? Did you have a conversation with your heavenly husband first, with your father and husband to see like, what's up? Is this really the right move? Do I keep waiting? If God is telling you to hold on, hold on. If he's telling you to wait, be still and know. If he's telling you this, then why are you doubting, sis? I get it. I go through it. Again, I'm telling you, I don't talk on any of these podcasts because of things that haven't happened. These are very real, (laughs) real life Maddie scenarios that things have happened in my life, things that I've seen and the women around me, just all of it, that it is very real. So I know that if I felt like this, and I've questioned myself, I'm going to ask you, I'm going to ask you, go ahead and question yourself, sis, and say, have I, have I looked for another job when God told me to apply, but I didn't? I do believe that God's very best is the very best. So when he does something, 
beautiful, just amazing. You're going to know that it's from God. And if you have, if you don't have peace about something, and if you're feeling uncertain about something, definitely talk to God and definitely sit down with him and say, God, what, what should I do? What do I do? How do I do this? Like, is this really from you? I don't feel peace about this, but I'm going to do it. I'm telling you Friday night, I know for sure that I heard him say, hold on. I know for sure that I heard him say, hold on. Because when I tell you I wanted to pull that car over and just wham, wham, wham and slap them boys and, and just give them a piece of my mind, like I did. I wanted to do that, but I it didn't feel right. It didn't feel right either way. I wasn't having peace about hitting them because that's something I don't do. And I wasn't feeling peace about laying in it on them and yelling at them. That's I didn't feel peace about it either way. But I know that I know that I know that I heard the Holy Spirit say, hold on. So that is what I'm talking about. What are, what have you heard the Holy Spirit tell you that you know that you should or shouldn't be doing? And you're like, man, oh, like, okay, okay, God, I hear you. I hear you. That's what I'm talking about. Don't doubt when God says, and I know that it's so easier said than done, but do not doubt the word of God because the word of God is so true, so alive and active, so real. It does not return void. When he says it, girl, believe it. Even when your flesh wants to just do the total opposite, even when your surroundings are saying, it's okay, sis, girl, it's all right. You You could go ahead and sleep with him. It's okay. No, it's not. No, it's not. No, it's not. You know what your father and husband haven't told you. You know what your husband and heaven told you. You know what the word of God says. You know that when you read your Bible and what it tells you. You know. You know what you feel in your heart. It says unswervingly, not changing or becoming weaker, staying steady and constant, staying steady and constant, having full belief. And confident, hmm, presentable inside it and out. Who who are you? And when I was reading that, who do I say I am when I'm in public, and who do I act when I'm in private? Are that are those people the same? If they're not the same, girl, check yourself. Because what's done in darkness always comes into light, right? We've heard that before. It says, let's keep a firm grip on the promises. What is God saying? Girl, like I know that I've been single. I'll highlight this. I know that I've been single. I know that I've been waiting. I know that. I know this. I know that I don't want to be where I'm at and just different things in my life. I know this. But if I can be really real with myself, have I really forgiven some things in my life? Have I really moved on? Probably not. And don't get me wrong. Don't misinterpret my words. Don't let Satan come and play with you. I believe that God can do anything at any moment. And I believe that God can bring you, your husband, that promotion in the most broken places of places. But that hasn't been my case. I know of, of women who've been single for a year and and they, they get married and God brings them their husband that is, you know, directly from God, you know, and there's no denying it. That's not my story. I know of people who 
literally quit and just get a promotion and a new job and they're perfectly fine, you know, and that's okay. That's their story. What God has for you is your story. So stay on course with what he told you. Hold on to what he told you. And I say all that um, just because it hasn't happened yet doesn't mean that God doesn't want to give it to you yet. There's a reason why he's holding on to not giving you what he said he will. His timing is so perfect. We know that we cannot rush God. We know that we can't tell him, hey, I need it pronto. We can't Amazon prime it. We can't, we can't do that. We can't Uber eats it and it'd be here by by tonight. And you know, we can, we just can't do that. We can't do that. Even in your brokenness, God can do a miracle. Even in your brokenness, God can change your situation and just everything. But I believe that we have to go through these things. We have to learn. We have to undo some things so we don't unpack things on people who never hurt us. So we don't bleed on people who never cut us. So we don't ruin relationships that God is trying to create kingdom. Relationships, kingdom, businesses, kingdom, friendships, kingdom, sisterhood. Think about it. Why, if you know you're like, oh, a mess right now. Why would you even want that promise? Why would you even want it right now? Because you'll ruin it. You'll squander it, right? So hold on, hold on to the fact saying, you know what, sis, I do got some work to do and that's okay. That's okay. I'm going to focus with me and God right now. Or maybe you aren't a mess and you're good and everything is going good. And you are, you have been walking the line, (laughs) walking perfectly fine. And you're just like, I am still waiting, Lord. I've been a faithful servant to you. I've been single. I've been this. Or maybe you're married and you're finding yourself like, God, like my husband and I, we have a great marriage. We have a good relationship. Things are going perfect. And I just, I just don't feel like I'm supposed to be where I'm at. I'm waiting. You know that I'm always serving you and I'm always doing this and I'm doing that and whatever it is that you're talking to God but he is telling you to wait. He has you here for a reason. There's a purpose. There's a purpose. There's a purpose for it. Staying on course. I, I, I just, I have some tips for you. Um, and the first two, I feel like I've been repeating this and I am going to keep saying this and not me. I feel like the Holy spirit keeps repeating it to me and um tips on staying on course and the first one is praying you have to pray sis we cannot just live i believe that prayer is so powerful we cannot just live day to day without even just praying to him and just talking to him and and i'm not talking about these long <laughs> prayers that just you you feel like okay <laughs> What now? You know, I want you to just have a, like a conversation with him. Have a conversation with your father. The same way that you talk to your friends, talk to him. The second one is fast. When was the last time you had a fast and said, God, I need to break some things. God, things need to change. God, I know you're telling me to hold on, but no veil. Like why? <laughs> but help me, Lord. When was the last time you fast? 
and you said, I'm going to like literally like focus you and me, God. The next one is your circle of influence. What's that? What's what are those friendships like that you have around you? Are they godly or are they not? Are they steering you closer to the things of God or away from the things of God? Sis, when you want to just give it up all and you're just like, I'm done. I just, I'm done. I don't want to live this life anymore. Walking um, in the way of the Lord is super hard. That's why it says the, the gates of heaven are narrow, but the gates of hell are wide and open because it is so easy to backslide. It is so easy to just say, forget it. It is so easy just to, yeah, I'll just sleep with him once. It's, it's not, it's not a problem. You know, yeah, I'll, I'll go get drunk this weekend. Who cares? <clears throat> yeah, I'll, I'll just, you know, I'll, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll do it. It's okay. It's okay. That one time you're opening doors. That one little crack, you're opening doors. That one little peep, you're opening doors doors. So check your circle of influence because they're either going to take you closer to the things of God or away from the things of God. And I'm sorry, I want to go closer to the things of God. And it is so hard. And I find myself like, I'm going to be a super real moment with y'all. Last week I was talking to somebody and I was just like, I got to help me because your girl is going through it. And Satan is so crafty. And I truly believe that the closer you get to what God is having for you, the more you just like forget it. So that's why this message of holding on was so important for me to just bring out and share with you guys, because this is what I felt for myself in the last few weeks was hold on. And just like the women around me, just things that they've been telling me, I'm just like, all you have to do is hold on. So I've been sharing that message with them. So that's why I'm just like, I need to share this message message with y'all. Excuse me. The closer you get to what God is doing, I feel like the the more Satan wants to throw you off course. I think about, I've talked about this a lot recently with Jesus being in the garden and Satan just coming and talking and saying, the more that, um, if you know the story of Jesus, the more that Jesus was getting closer to going back into heaven to be with God and, you know, going through all these things, the more that Satan was playing. He was in those 40 days of fasting and the more that he was playing, the more that he was saying, and then he got crucified and then he got whipped and then he got this and then he got that, you know, like, you know, all these things, right? So the more that you're getting closer to God says, the more that you're asking that promotion, that this, that, 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 whatever, I feel like Satan is just so sneaky to come and play with our minds and say, you're never going to get promoted. You're never going to build that generational wealth. You're never going to find a husband. You're never going to get out of this depression. You're never, you're never going to do that. Man, when I tell you those are lies straight from the pit of hell, I'm telling you, when you start hearing things like that and you know that you're going in the way of the Lord and you start hearing things like that, you need to rebuke Satan because saying, you know what, God, you know what, Satan, no matter what you try to do, my father in heaven has me. No matter what you try to say, my father in heaven has me. So that's why it's so important for the last 
tip being circle of influence. Who is your circle of influence? Who are you surrounding yourself with? What voices are you listening to? What things are you diving into? Because again, the closer you get to God, the closer you see the promise and you know that you're on the verge of something good, right? You know you're on the verge of, because you've been waiting. You're still at this job. You're still single. You're still feeling like this, right? You're still having all these emotions and you're asking God and you want to give up. These are for my, this is for my people who say, I'm done. You want to give up. But if you give up now, what are you throwing away? Last week, I talked about rent free of Satan playing in our mind. And if I would have just gave up, I'm telling you, I was on the verge of a breakthrough. Four years ago, had I given up, if I would have just ended my life, would I have been here today? Absolutely not. So hold on, says, hold on to his promises with full belief and confidence, knowing that he is going to do it. Keep a firm grip, a firm grip on what God is saying. You know what? If it is just you and Jesus, it's just you and Jesus. I'm sorry, but if you got to be alone with God to get things together, then do it. Yes, I believe that he created this world, uh, us, excuse me. I believe that he created us um, for that vertical and horizontal connection. But man, sometimes it has to be just you and him because there's nothing that anybody here on earth can break for you like God can break it for you, okay? There's no situation and circumstances that people can change but God. Yes, I believe that God brings in people to help you. Yes, I believe that God brings in people to pray for you. But sometimes you have to go through these things alone. And that's okay. But make sure that if you are surrounded with people, that it is the right people. Because just because you have an entourage of people doesn't mean they are from God. So ask yourself, are these people from God? Maybe you just have one or two friends and that's okay too. That's okay too. So check your circle of influence because I'm telling you, they're either going to ride with you to Jesus or going to ride with you down to hell. And I'm sorry. That's just, that's just the way that it is. Y'all all all taking that bus, the L train down to, (laughs) down to, or the H train down to hell. Okay. Don't play. Don't play. Let's not play with the things of God. What is he telling you to hold on to? What is he telling you to do? What is he telling you to change? What is he telling you to be um, more proactive on? What is he telling you to just wait? What is he telling you, girl, like we need to fast? What are the things that you are speaking to yourself that you keep saying, you know, because you've accepted it? Now you heard Satan saying it and now you're saying it out loud. I believe that when we speak things out loud, you're hearing it, you're accepting it, you're believing it. So that's why I love to tell you guys to go look at yourself in the mirror and say, I am beautiful. I am strong. I am a daughter of a king. My husband in heaven loves me. You know, like God will provide for me. You have to look at yourself in the mirror because you're going to hear it. You're going to hear it. You're going to believe it. You're going to speak life. There is power in your voice, sis. There is power in your voice and don't ever forget that. Don't ever forget that the things that you say have power. You will give life and have power over that, right? So yes, God, I am still waiting, but I know you have the very best. Yes, God, I'm still at this job, but I believe that that promotion is coming. Give me the direction on where I should apply if this, if you have me here for a reason, you're sustaining me here, right? So 
I believe that something better is coming. I believe it. I believe it. Maybe it's a year from now. Maybe it's two years from now. But I believe it, God. I believe it. I believe that you're going to give me something good. Yes, God, I'm still single. Yes. But I believe you got my Prince Charming. My Prince Charming. Not the Prince Charming that people make up from Disney. My Prince Charming. The man that you know who is going to be able to deal with all of this. The man that you know is going to be able to deal with all of this. God, why am I feeling like this? It's just a season, baby girl. It's just a season. Maybe you've been running on overdrive. Maybe you've been working too much. Maybe you've been entertaining the wrong things. Girlfriend. Girl, you tired? When was the last time you did a day for you? When was the last time you said, you know what? I'm going to go get a massage, a pedicure. I'm going to go to the beach and just relax. Just you. Just you. When was the last time you just took time for you? Hold on. If you give up now, if you just just throw it all away, you're going to be throwing all the away all the work that you've done with God. You're going to be throwing away all how fa- how far you've come. No, no, you don't want, don't, don't do that, sis. Think about it. Where you are right now is just a season and God will sustain you. No matter what it looks like, no matter the people that leave, no matter the seasons that change, God remains the same. God remains the same and his promises, his word, his, it's, it's man, who he was back then is still who he is today and who he is today will still be who he is then. So hold on, sis, hold on when you feel like your world is just such a mess. Hold on when you feel like you made all the wrong decisions. Hold on to when you feel like you're saying, I ya no puedo, no puedo, no puedo. These kids are driving me crazy. My husband is driving me up the wall. He be disrespecting me. Oh, no. My mother, oh, Lord Jesus. My sister is driving me on my last nerve. My coworker, my boss, my this, whatever it is in your life that you're saying, God, I can't do it. Maybe you just can't stand yourself right now because you're disappointed in yourself. Maybe like for me, you know, I've been eating too many extra little brownies. (laughs) It's okay. It's okay. Yes, I know that God created me and yes, I know that I need to get healthy, but it's okay. We're going to, we got to, we got day one today. It's okay. It's okay. Stay focused on who? On God. Don't highlight the situation. Don't highlight the negative. Start to speak life. I get it. It's hard. It's not easy. I believe that. I believe it, you know? But pick your heart. Do you want to be hard waiting? Or do you want to just throw it all away and stumble all over again and start from zero? No. I'd rather be hard right now and wait on God than to throw it all away and have to restart everything. No way. No way. Remember, God's timing and and the way that he puts the pieces of our puzzle in this life together is just so beautiful. 
I share my, my story from four years ago because I th- like, again, if you didn't listen to rent free, go ahead and listen to that. But you know, the thoughts of suicide and wanting to end my life and just all these things, if I would have done that four years ago, where would I be now? And it's not to say that there aren't troubles in between. That's, that's life. That's seasons. But where you are right now, God has you for a reason. Don't think I have to be perfect in order for God to give me that promotion. I have to be perfect in order for God to give me a husband. I have to be perfect in order to be the best mom. I have to be perfect. No, no. Those are lies straight from the pit of hell. I think God knows exactly who he created because why he created us. (laughs) So, um, I think the best thing that we can do is just to stay focused on him and look back like when you're having those moments and you're having these seasons um, of like questioning, like why, why am I still waiting? Why am I at this job? Why? Like still questioning those things. Just look back, take a moment to reflect, write down, you know, write down uh, some notes and just say, you know, look at all the blessings that you've done for me. Look at all the situations I've gotten myself into and you've been there and you haven't left me. So remind yourself, start to speak life because a bad thing happened, because this happened, because this was out of place, whatever the situation, because you feel like you don't have enough. God's not, God's not going to leave you, sis. I feel like sometimes those situations happen to see our reaction. I'm telling you, Friday night, I feel like I passed the test. I feel like I passed the test. I'm just saying. I feel like I passed the test because I wanted to go off the hinge. I wanted to repeat the generational things. And if we, ladies, gentlemen, if we want to be generational curse breakers, if we want to change the directory of our lives for our children's lives and generations to come, there has to be a change. How does the change happen? By not doing the same things that our parents did. All right. But not repeating the same cycles that we did in previous relationships. I'm sorry. You're not going to treat me like a princess. Bye. (laughs) I know how I want to be treated and I'm just not going to settle for less. And it's not saying that I'm just like "Ah, the best of the best. No, but I just, I'm not going to go on here and go on a rant of how I think I should be treated. But I'm just saying like, you know, your worth sis. you know, your worth. Your daughter of a king. So I believe that God's going to bring his very best for you. I believe that God's going to have you in a job that's going to be a job that you're going to be proud to say, I'm going to work today. I believe that. I believe that you're going to be able to be so proud to say, I am the best mother that I am for these two little people. I am proud to call myself the mother of Aiden and Adrian. There is no shame. I don't care what y'all think, (laughs) but I know what God says. Okay. So that's like when you start to feel that confidence and, and that like, you know, getting focused on God and getting focused on reminding yourself, like, what has he done for you? What has he done? Sometimes we got to go back to that. Like, what have you done for me, God? And write it down and be like, oh my gosh, you saved me. You won that battle between Satan. Like, no, he, he didn't have, he didn't have me. He didn't have, he, he can't say that I committed suicide. He can't say that. Like that's, that's powerful. So when you start to write down those things, when you start to reflect and just say and speak life over your life, I'm telling you, things are going to change. You're going to have that re-energized boost to just keep waiting. 
Before I finish, I want to read to you one more verse. And this is just, uh, I love it. And it's from the NIV version. And it's Isaiah 40, verse 27 through 31. And it says, Why do you complain, Jacob? Why do you say, Israel, my way is hidden from the Lord? I want to pause right there. God, why do I feel like, why do I, why am I still, God, why, God, why, God, why, God, why does it feel like you don't see me? God, why does it feel like I don't hear you? It says, my cause is degraded by God, by my God. Do you not know? Have you not heard? The Lord is the everlasting God, the creator of the ends of the earth. So pause right there. He's the everlasting God, the creator of the ends of the earth. Baby girl, he created you. You don't think that he knows that you're in this situation? Hold on. It says he will not grow tired or weary. God, I'm tired, right? It says he, God will not grow tired or weary. And his understanding, no one can fathom. He gives strength to the weary and increases the power of the weak. I'm declaring strength for you, sis. I'm declaring that the, your, your tiredness is going to increase. All right. It's, excuse me. Let me rewind. He gives strength to the weary. So that tiredness is no more the power, right? He gives the strength to the weary and increase the power of the weak. Your power is going to be increased because you are weak right now. I'm declaring power over your tiredness. I'm declaring power over your weakness that you will become strong. Not that the tiredness becomes power. No, absolutely not. We rebuke that in the name of Jesus. It says here, even youths grow tired and weary and young men stumble and fall. But those who hope in the Lord will renew their strength. They will soar on wings like eagles. They will run and not grow weary. They will walk and not be faint. I believe that God totally knows that you are tired of the waiting. You are tired of this job. You are tired of being single. You are tired of raising these kids. You you question yourself as to, am I being a good mom? And just you're tired of even entertaining friends and tired of all these things. I believe God sees that. But where are you running to, sis? Are you running to him? Are you running to the world? I believe he sees your brokenness. He sees your tiredness. He sees it. But it says those who hope in the Lord shall renew their strength. Those who hope. Those who hope in the Lord shall renew their strength. They will. Excuse me. They will renew their strength. And it's not that they might. It's not that possibly. It's not tal vez. Vamos a ver. Vamos a ver cuando lleguemos a la casa lo que hacemos. No. No, no, no. It says hope in the Lord will renew their strength. They will soar on wings like eagles. They will run and not grow weary. They will walk and not faint. Sis, you gotta keep holding on. Keep on going. Keep going. Keep on keeping on. I know you want to give up. I know you're tired. I know you're probably listening to this message and just like in agony, like again, I still, like still, like still, yes, girl, still, because where are you putting your trust? Are you trusting your job? Are you trusting your finances? Are you trusting your bank account? Are you trusting God? We cannot serve God and we cannot serve money. Which one do you pick? You can't serve the same thing. You can't, you can't, you have to pick one. And when you pick God, I'm telling you, you have to surrender and just give into 
to him. You can't give in to the flesh because the flesh is weak. The spirit is willing. He gives strength to the weary and increases the power of the weak. Girl, I know you're tired. I know you feel like you can't be a good mom. But let me tell you, it was pure power of the Holy Spirit that I was able to shut my mouth for an entire hour and not say a word. These little tests that you're going through, these little obstacles, these little courses, it's life. And I don't believe for a second that it's built to to break you and hurt you and harm you. That's not the God that we serve. Are you truly serving God? Do you truly want what God has for you? Or are you just saying it? Are you just saying, are you just, is that just a, a Sunday thing? Because you still got six days of the week and Sunday, everything is great. But what about Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday? Girl, pray fast and your circle of influence is very crucial and important in times like this. All right. Put your hope in the Lord. Put your hope in the Lord. It says he shall, he will renew their strength. He will, those who hope in the Lord will renew their strength. They will soar on wings like eagles. They will run and not grow weary. They will walk in that faith. Maybe you're here in this holding ground right now because something so great, so big is coming your way that you have to get re-energized. You have to, you know, strengthen up your spiritual, spiritual belief. There's a testimony that's being built where you are right now. Again, in my biggest breakthrough, I wanted to commit suicide, not knowing, not knowing that what God had for me on the other side, not knowing the, 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 the battles. Yes. You know, the little, the the little fires that we were going to go through, but the, the testimony, the power, the, 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 just the, the faith that I built you know, in him and the belief that the, the structure, just all these beautiful things that have happened in these four years. That is my God, but God, had I given up, how would I ended my life? And maybe you're not thinking these thoughts of suicide. You know, I'm just speaking my experience, but maybe you just want to go and sleep around again and, you know, go live the thought life. I'm sorry. I'm being real with y'all. Maybe you want to go do that again because you're not getting that attention that you want from these, from these men, right? Why would you, why would you want worldly men? <laughs> why would you want that? You know, but because you're, you're walking the straight line and you don't have the chaos and you don't have, you have peace actually. And this is what peace looks like. Don't throw it all in sis. Don't give up now. You've put in the work now. Why give up? That's like saying you got all the way to the Super Bowl. You you won every freaking game. You're doing this. You're doing that. You've trained. You've eat clean. And you're at the Super Bowl. And you're like, eh, yeah. Like, no, you got to play in the Super Bowl to see who's going to win. You still got to play that game. You can't just give up. You still got to put in your best effort. Just because you made it to the Super Bowl doesn't mean you're going to get that Super Bowl ring. You have to put in the work. You have to put in the work. So don't give up now. Don't give in now because it looks hard, because it feels hard. I'm telling you, put your hope in the Lord. He will renew your strength. You will, you will soar. You will soar like eagles. They will run and not grow weary. Sis, you're going, you're going to step into this new season. What? On fire, (laughs) on fire 
But right now where you are right now, this is crucial. This is important. Ask God, what should I be doing? What should I not be doing? You're telling me to hold on. You're telling me not to go. You're telling me to apply. Whatever it is that he is telling you to do, um, just, just stay focused on him. Stay focused on him. All right, guys, I'm going to wrap this up and I want to thank you for listening and tuning in. Um, I just, I want to add in that I want, I just truly thank each and every single one of you. Um, I want to share some news with you guys that we are so shy of reaching 5,000. You hear me? 5,000 subscribers here on Podbean. I have to check the numbers for Apple and Spotify, but I know for sure for Spotbean, we are, Podbean, excuse me, we are shy of 5,000 people of, of downloads. And it's just, I just thank you because it would not be possible without you guys. Um, it is impossible without God first, you know, but I am so thankful for each and every single one of you who listens faithfully every week, who comments, who tells me, who talks to me, who messages me, who just takes time to just even mention my podcast to somebody else. I really, really, really want you to know from the bottom of my heart, I thank you. I don't know all of you and I don't know who you are sometimes, but I appreciate you because you're taking the time to pour back into me, believe it or not, when you, um, just shoot me a message. I appreciate you. Or even just say, Hey, she has a podcast or this and that. And just all of it. Like, and to even hear that you listen to me, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Because there's a million other podcasts out there and you're here. Um, and I don't believe it's by coincidence. I believe that it's that, that you're here on purpose. God brought it to you for a purpose. I'm here for a purpose, right? So even if it's one thing that you say, oh, that was good. That's a little nugget. I'm going to write it down. I did my job, right? So I thank you guys. I appreciate you guys. Um, and I say that to continue to share, continue to subscribe and continue to just, um, be here present with me. I appreciate you and I love you and I thank you and I honor you guys. And I'm just so, so grateful for you guys and so happy and, and all the above, but, um, to see more of my life and the two beautiful boys of mine, go ahead and follow me on Instagram, um, life underscore with underscore Maddie underscore. And also our, um, other podcasts, I mean, other IG, sorry, y'all. It's L-A-S-C-M dot podcast. And that's on IG. So thank you guys. Continue to share, continue to just, um, listen, I guess every week. I just thank you. I really, really do. Thank you because this, none of this would be possible. Um, if God wasn't in the middle of all this and if you guys weren't being obedient, I guess, to listening every week, right? So I thank you. I love you and see you guys next week.